What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Wake Before the Day, either in the studio or on the podcast. We are so excited to be going through Mm -hmm. this book with you. Yeah. How Not to Read the Bible by Dan Kimball. And so we're going to jump in this first session um, is just kind of going to be a little bit of the prelude, what to expect, kind of the schedule that's coming. Um, And we're going to dive in, but I'm excited. Also, I want to give a little disclaimer because this is not me and you guys don't quit reading your Bible. Yes. Keep reading. Do Great your point. daily reading. Yes, this is just a fun kind of supplementary yeah. uh, book that we thought would be helpful uh, for Emmanuel Church and whoever's listening to learn how to read the Bible, actually. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we're going today. That's right. And so just a little forecast. We're going to release yeah. the podcasts on Wednesdays. Obviously, once they come out, you have access to these all the time. So you can crank through them at a quicker pace. Or if you get your book at a later date, you can read through it Mm, at your own pace. And so Mm. there's going to be eight podcasts. If you look at the table of contents, you notice there are six sections. Today's going to be an intro. And then we're going to go through the six sections, which gets us to seven. And then (laughs) the eighth podcast is going to be um, honing in specifically on Jesus and his view of the scriptures. Mm -hmm. And what do we do with that now that Jesus has a very high standing of scripture? Mm -hmm. How does that impact us today? So before we even jump into this, what? why did we pick this book? I know. Why did we? You break it down. Well, I I guess for (laughs) us at Emmanuel, you hear us say this often, read it, write it, pray it. Share what is it? it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, share it. You, you forgot. <laughs> You've probably heard that a million times. But oftentimes we're talking about reading the scriptures. We all have to be honest and acknowledge that there are times we come across mm-hmm, mm-hmm. passages that are wonky, difficult, crazy, yeah. sad, unnerving, hard all to stomach. Kinds of yeah, a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Whether it's confusing to baffling to wait, how did, why does it say this about yeah. creation or God or women or children mm-hmm. or men or a foreigner? I don't know. And so. We want to study that. And then I guess at a personal level, yeah. the reason why I like this book is because it was actually helpful to me and mm-hmm. to us. Yeah. Because we ask many of the same questions you ask. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a second. Why, why is this in the Old Testament? How do I make sense of this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you actually stumbled across this book. You were following like sure. a John Mark Comer, who's mm-hmm. another excellent writer and pastor. We recommend... Yeah. But like a blog or something, he referenced mm-hmm. this, he writes the forward in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's another good, we don't, we don't know, uh, Dan Kimball. We, uh, I haven't, I haven't read anything else by him. Yeah. Um, we're going through this book just with this you book. guys. Yep. yep. Just this book. And, um, we're gonna, we're gonna dissect it and we're gonna learn from it. And like Clark has said in the past, I think, you know, any book that you read, there's probably a majority of it that you really enjoy. And you yeah. think, oh, this is helpful. Like this 90%. And then there's maybe 10% that's like, oh, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know about that. And so that that could be with this book too. Yeah. You know, we're not saying this is the end all be all. What we are saying is- this is a good book. It's going to be really helpful. Yeah, yeah. We think that you'll take the vast majority of it and be like, this is really helpful to me reading the Bible, mm-hmm, meeting mm-hmm. God, growing in my relationship with him and making sense of it. So just don't, don't shoot me an email if there's something in here that you don't agree with. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, there's stuff in every book, like Bobby said, yeah. we don't agree with, but um, it's helpful. It's orthodox. It's God honoring, and it's going to be fun. Yeah. So if you look at page uh, 11 in the foreword, which is technically XI, 
he kind of lays out some of the questions that that this addresses, and you can see it on the cover page as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is the Bible demeaning to women? Mm. Is the Bible anti-science? Mm-hmm. How could a loving God command such violence in the Old Testament? Yep. Does the Bible endorse slavery? Hmm. These yeah. are all questions I've asked. Yeah, I mean, we walked through Exodus together, too, and 1st, 2nd Samuel. Mm. And so this is just uh, such a good reference now after walking through that. I mean, we've had conversations even with our kids where, you know, our oldest is six and our next oldest is four. Mm -hmm. And so when things come up that might be confusing, whether they're in a Bible that we're reading or whether Mm. it's something they see out in the world. Yes. (laughs) And and so we're talking with them about how, yeah, people do make different decisions. Mm -hmm. People don't, you know, follow Yahweh all the time. People don't look at these truths like we do, but that's the point of it is mm-hmm. let's ask these questions. Yeah. Like and let's actually speak them out loud. For yeah. sure. So if you hop <laughs> over to page one, yeah. which is the, the prelude, there's a really interesting quote in that little box if oh, you're yeah. looking at it. And Penn Jillette, um, who is half of the, the show, Penn and Teller, mm-hmm. I believe, mm-hmm. says, reading the Bible is the fast track to atheism. Right. Like, what? Wait, the Bible is supposed to point us to God, and he's saying yes. it's the exact opposite. Right. Why Why do you think he said that? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I feel like the basic reason is probably just because of all the confusion. Yeah. Like, wh- what are you thinking there? Yeah, I think just like the questions that are addressed on the cover and we just read, eventually you come to a place in time where yeah. you're going to read something that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Googling something, you're going to find whatever <laughs> you want. If you Google, yeah, so anybody's got a keyboard and can type and tweet, and that's not helpful. Well, and there's specific algorithms too that yeah, that, that are going to feed <laughs> that are going to feed your search, and it's going to lead you one way. And so you can't just just Google, you know, something about creation or whatever. It, you have to do it with community and do it with people yeah. you trust mm-hmm. and do it with people who've studied the word and understand the context of what's going on. And at the end of the day, it honors God. It lines up with the Bible, interpreting the Bible. But mm-hmm, here, mm-hmm. if you do it by yourself, if you're doing it with someone who maybe doesn't have a, a healthy understanding of scripture, you can see where there are passages in the Bible that would be hard to swallow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hard totally. To swallow. So this is true because um, also I think as Christians in the church, maybe young families, sometimes we have failed by avoiding That's, the hard topics, yeah, which is totally. probably like the, the greatest thing that I would guess he's getting at here. Mm-hmm. And so like you just mentioned with Kirby and Cal, we're starting to have these conversations with them already. Yeah. <laughs> when we read the children's Bible, we got this action Bible for Cal's birthday. It's like a comic book. It is. It's pretty gnarly. It's a next level up. Next yep. level up for sure. <laughs> Everyone's got huge muscles, abs and veins popping out. Yeah. Super cool. But they have more of the stories in there where yeah. people are getting beheaded and all kinds of other stuff. So we're trying to figure out how to address it, but mm-hmm. we are. Right. And we're now at the play, point in time where we're telling them, like, we love Jesus, but not everybody out in the world loves Jesus. And they weren't too shocked by that, actually. Sure. So they, look, people believe in different things. Some people don't believe in heaven. They don't believe in hell. They don't believe in Jesus. They believe in different gods. Mm-hmm. And so I think why that's been fun for us to talk about that is because they are going to come up against that at some point in time soon. And we don't want totally. that to shock and rock their world. Mm-hmm. Same thing with sexuality. Like we're talking mm-hmm. and our kids will often ask us, like, who am I going to marry? And am I going to marry this person yeah. or that person? And <laughs> We're just explaining to him eventually, like, there are other people out there. And I think at Disneyland, I remember Kirby just looking around and observing the different people there. Yep, relationships. And her just, yep. like, scratching her head going, 
oh, they must, they must be brothers or sisters or mm-hmm. asking and, and getting the opportunity to explain to her that not everybody believes what we believe in the Bible. Yep. Not everybody believes marriage is a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. We do mm-hmm. because Jesus does because the scriptures talk to it. And we, it's, a really, it's actually been fun. It is. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're getting at here. And we're trying to avoid Pendulet's quote here and just yeah. actually address some of the harder topics mm-hmm. up front. Mm-hmm. So, well, and kind of like what you said. So Dan tells a story on page two of um, mm-hmm. a college student essentially that has been a part of the Christian faith in some capacity, yeah. a part of the church, and knows the stories well that have a fluffy you know, theme or knows the stories well that you would see in a typical children's Bible. Um, And then he, you know, this guy grows, uh, he's an adult, he's going to college and he's reading these verses that are challenging kind of the themes that he knows, you Mm -hmm. know, that, you know, God's love and and even the person of God. And he's like, wow, this doesn't sound like God at all. And this is in the Bible. Yeah. And so, and it, and it's actually a really difficult thing. This guy's earnest. Like he's mm-hmm. really like tr- trying in his study and he's realizing, wow, like church, you know, why haven't we talked about this? Yeah. And so that's like, we're here with you saying, you know, we want to, let's talk about it. Let's <laughs> talk about try. it right now. Yes. We're going to try. <laughs> so we're going to, I guess, as you follow along in the podcast, I yeah. hope that you would feel like we have addressed topics head on and not avoided things Yeah. because they're in there and you know. What are we, what are we going to do with it? Yeah. Yeah. So flipping over to page four, mm-hmm. the, the subtitle at the middle of the page is connecting with the deconverting and the deconstructing. Mm-hmm. How would you describe a deconversion or a deconstruction to somebody? Cause those are popular yeah. words nowadays. Yeah. And you know what? And some people might describe it or define it differently than I would, but yeah. I would say it's kind of like, um, an attempt to like peel back the onion layers of, yeah. you know, philosophy or the context or, you know, my own biases mm-hmm. um, about anything. And right now we're talking about specifically about people's faith. Yeah. Scripture, and so, theology. Yes. It's about people yeah. kind of peeling back layers and kind of, you know, really trying to discern and get to the art. So sometimes there's this fear factor that comes in when we hear people, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, they're doing this or they're doing that. But you know, we trust the Lord in this overall. And so when we come back to scripture and we point folks, like we're going to back yeah. to scripture, then we know that we can trust the Lord in what he's doing. Yes. And one of the, one of the podcasts actually that we listen to often and an author that we've read is Alicia Childers. Yeah. And she really good. Highly, is, rec- highly recommend. She was, I think a Christian singer. She's a yeah, worship yes. artist, part of Zoe girl. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Anyway, she had her own deconstruction journey and then reconstruction journey. And now she is just an apologist that is just so on fire for the Lord and so helpful. And she, she, you know, helps us in these questions too. And in this deconstruction, you know, conversation too. And just, she um, has a a book that we read of hers recently called another gospel. Yeah. Highly mm-hmm. recommend that as well. It's an apologetics book, mm-hmm. defending the faith, addressing these conversations. But yeah. what you see in progressive Christianity is people deconstructing and then trying to find people who often think like you. Sure. And it's an echo chamber and it satisfies oftentimes the natural desire. You're like, mm. this is how I feel. This is what I want. And you think this and we can contort this to fill this way. Let's mm-hmm. tear down what I thought before and let's build this up. And deconstructing can be a good thing when it's totally. done properly. We're saying, I'm going to pull back some of these things that I have built up in my head from experiences and from other people mm-hmm. teaching me, from my parents, 
And when you look at the scriptures and all the scripture to interpret the scripture, what did Jesus do with this passage? How has the church forever for the last couple of thousand years handled it? Mm. Oftentimes it is a very edifying and sanctifying thing because we all, we don't have all the answers and we need to weed out what's not helpful. Yeah. And anyways, her podcast is really helpful and her book is great as well. Yeah, totally. And so that's kind of, you know, Dan, he touches on that too, just kind of like, okay, questions. I mean, honestly, questions that he even had in his journey. Mm -hmm. And so Dan's journey is unlike ours too, where, you know, if you've grown up in the church, um, you probably have been exposed to the Bible, to the, you know, hopefully (laughs) the church. Like Dan comes in and his, um, his friends, I think more of like an agnostic background are like, oh, what are you doing? Like, yeah. what, why are you reading the Bible? Don't do that, man. Like, don't. What it's are gonna you? going to mess you up. Yeah. <laughs> and he dove in and went for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but it's interesting. Like, I bet we've used the word Bible a hundred times in our short conversation mm-hmm. here. So mm-hmm. if you flip to page eight, yeah. the, like the, the, the crux of this comes down to the very bottom of that page. Mm. He says, how do we know the Bible is mm. the one? Like, it is the revelation from God. Yeah. Good and sincere people believe things that aren't true all the time. Mm-hmm. Who is to say the Bibles and its teachings make sense for us today? Yeah. So we're going to go through the sections of this book with you. But at the end, chapter, I guess, podcast eight, we're going to look at Jesus mm-hmm. in scripture and mm-hmm. see how that lines up. Yeah. It's going to be good, you guys. Hang on. I feel like this is kind of the buildup, you know, mm-hmm. like we're helping you understand like how there there are, you know, these lingering questions maybe. Yeah. And uh, you, this is what we're going to do the next eight weeks is we're going to actually talk about them because yes. <laughs> so, there are reasonable yeah. explanations. That's what For Dan, sure. his statement is like, there are, you know, helpful tools that we can have. There are, you know, truths that we can apply to how we read the Bible that are helpful. We yeah. don't just have to dangle out here. You know? <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Uh, Bobby, you had a quote on page 10 that you found helpful at the top, Mm -hmm, like just mm -hmm. kind of the process of like, how are we going to actually methodically go through this book? Yeah. Yeah. This is helpful to kind of know where we're going to. Um, So I'll just read it. This is the top of page 10. First, we'll learn what to do when we come across a a crazy sounding Bible passage. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, okay. That's simple. That's great. Okay. (laughs) Second, we'll look at several of the Bible passages most commonly objected to and what is so good. And so then he goes on and lists them. So he's going to talk about the anti-science Bible, the pro-violence Bible, the anti-woman Bible, Mm -hmm. the pro-slavery, anti-shrimp and bizarre commands Bible. And then lastly, the intolerant only one way to God Bible. And you know, what's so, um, I just love that he's talking about this stuff in such plain common sense knowledge, because he, if you flip through the book, you'll see like, this is how folks are talking. Like, oh, yeah. you know, we use Christianese language a lot. That's sometimes so difficult, even like for me to understand. I'm like, okay, can you just tell me what you mean? Yes. <laughs> Dan, and we're going to do that. Yeah. Like you'll see there's memes throughout this book. There's it's like. It's very entertaining. I mean, just by the cover of the book, you can see it and go, this yes. looks cool. This looks interesting. Is that the Loch Ness Monster or a dinosaur up there? Yeah. A unicorn. Like it. <laughs> it's pretty sick. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Like and it. so it's, I think it's, it's just going to be a gift, I think for you guys. That's because Dan says like in his, I think it's on his website. He talks about how um, really there was an urgency for mm-hmm. him to write this book because he was having conversations with non-Christians and Christians that were sounding the same yeah. that are, that, you know, they're using the Bible against the Bible. And then, oh, well, if you were a Christian, wouldn't you know this verse? Wouldn't you know how weird that is? Like, yeah. oh, so not only you know, you don't even know this, but then you don't even know what it means to. Yeah. And so it's out of though, it's out of this need for just, um, you know, r- rubber meeting the road yeah. that Dan was like, we got to get, let's do it, Lord. Like, let's yeah. get this book Find out Find out what's really 
true. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, I guess as we wrap up today, just again, uh, a roadmap for where we're going. Today is just more of the intro, but if you open up the table of contents, you see each Mm -hmm. part has three chapters in it. So next week, Mm -hmm. the next podcast is going to have part one, and that's going to cover chapters one, two, and three. Mm -hmm. Yes, there are unicorns in the Bible. Two, the Bible was not written to us. That was a really helpful line he gives. It says, the Bible is not written to us. It was written for us. Mm -hmm. He'll unpack that. And then chapter three, never read just a Bible verse. Very helpful. Excited. We're going to buckle up, ready to go with you. Um, We're going to attempt to get our hands on some discussion questions and a discussion guide. So stay tuned for that. And if you want to do this with a small group or something, we highly recommend and think it will be very helpful. Totally. Yep. If you haven't gotten your book yet too, keep checking Mm -hmm. amazon.com, christianbook.com, on dankimble.com. He actually has a list of references also. And they hyperlink them to to the sources where you can buy your book. So highly recommend. Definitely do it. I think that's all we got. Anything else on your end? I don't think so. You guys, thanks so much for joining us. Tune in next week, Wednesday. Yeah. And before then, make sure to tune in on Sunday, erc.la, ERCTV? ERCLA.tv <laughs> or ERC.LA. One of those. Yeah, yeah we have and church worship services. with us. That's right. Yeah. God bless you guys. See you later. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance toward you and give you his peace. Have a great day.